If I told you I had a story needing to be heard, would you tell it? But if you knew your story could help someone else, would you share it? Today, my guest is Johnny Cash. No, not the famous Johnny Cash. Well, if you know him here, he is pretty famous as a car salesman. I took Johnny's story out of my YouTube archives to talk about having a stroke. What he says will inspire you, amaze you, and educate you. Hi, I'm Christine Hotchkiss. I believe everyone has a story that is unique, just like our fingerprint that puts us on the path of our journey. Some call it purpose. Each story can help, heal, inspire, and of course, my one word, give hope. Today's sponsor is Pink Ribbon Bookkeeping. What bookkeeping systems are you currently using for your business? The shoebox system? Perhaps you're saving yourself some money by doing your own books at midnight. The mission of Pink Ribbon Bookkeeping Service is to give small business owners timely financial information to make better business decisions. Pink Ribbon Bookkeeping is client-oriented, goal-oriented, accessible, affordable, and offers service plans to meet your needs. Pink Ribbon Bookkeeping Services keeps you in the black. And you can reach Pink Ribbon Bookkeeping Services at 480-203-4232. Or you can reach them at pinkribbonbookkeeping.com. Now, listen in on my one-on-one with Johnny Cash. Hi, Johnny. Hello. Johnny Cash, folks, <laughs> right here in the house. <laughs> it's the only name I've ever had, so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Johnny, actually, um, we're going to be talking about having had a stroke. Um, in November, my dad actually had had a stroke, and I haven't talked to him to know how it went, but he was frustrated. So today, we're going to educate some people, and we're going to get into Johnny's world about being a survivor or walking through stroke. Is that what we would call it? Absolutely. All right. So, Johnny, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 55 years old, and um, I'm a car salesman. Okay, <laughs> And, uh, well, just recently got back to work after my stroke. So... When did you have your stroke? I had my stroke on April 17th of, of uh, last year, 2019. Was there any warnings that came about that you would have thought you would have had a stroke? Well, that's what's weird about it was the morning of my stroke, 2.30 in the morning, I woke up and I just felt weird. I didn't feel sick or pains or nothing. A lot of people talk about headaches and migraines before they have a stroke. I didn't have any of that. So I'm a guy. What did I do? I went back to bed. (laughs) Well, that's why I'm also asking a guy who's been through a stroke, because men don't get asked how they feel about certain situations in life. So here we have man Johnny Cash, and we're talking about a stroke. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I just felt weird. I just went back to sleep. Okay. Woke up at 6.30 like I normally do every day, got ready to go to work, and Went to work. We were having a big tent cell down at the Cardinals football stadium, and I went went to work. I still felt weird, but I didn't feel bad. When you say weird, tell me what. Just weird. off, okay. you know, just no off. Just not. Around. No, none of that. I, I walked around, looked at. We had uh, ten or fifteen different dealerships there. I walked around, looked at all the vehicles we had for sale. And then I started feeling really tired. Okay. So I went and sat down for a few minutes, and I was like, man, I'm feeling really tired. So I told my boss, I said, I'm sorry. I've got to go home and take a nap, and I'll be back. And she was like, 
what are you talking Catholic about? She's like, what are you talking about? Because I was always one of the first ones there and one of the last ones Very to leave every day. Yeah. Okay. So I said, yeah. I said, I got to go home. I said, I just need a nap and I'll be back. Okay. So I drove myself home. When I got close to home, I felt a little bit of weakness in my left leg. Okay. I just contributed to me being tired. I walked in the house. My wife at the time was working at home, so I told her I was just going to lay down on the couch, take a nap, and go back to work. I laid down. I fell asleep. I, I'm guessing for about 45 minutes. I stood up and fell flat on my face. My whole right side was gone. You had no idea you wouldn't no have idea. feeling until you were on the floor. Didn't have, well, when I got up, that, I just Everything fell on right. the floor because my whole right side was paralyzed. paralyzed. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't move. Okay. That's how, that's how it happened to me. You know, had I known that was going to happen at 2.30 in the morning, of course, I would have went to the hospital then. Right. And I probably wouldn't have had the, um, the side effects from the stroke that I had. You talk about side effects. What are the side effects? Well... Not really side effects. Is I didn't have any movement in my whole right side. If you drew a line in the middle of my nose, Pardon my whole body. right side, you know, my face still is a little bit numb. Okay. Um, I didn't. I don't have any droopiness or anything. But you know, I got to the hospital and I was just amazed um, and thankful. Yes. I was thankful that I wasn't as bad as some of these other people coming in that had just had strokes that couldn't talk, couldn't move, couldn't tell anybody how they're feeling or anything. I was at least able talk. to talk. Yeah, they couldn't oh, talk. Wow. Okay. The other thing that was very sad was the number of young people coming in there having strokes. You're kidding me. 20 year olds. Really? 30 year olds. I mean, there were more of them than older people. I don't consider myself old at 55, but I consider people that are, people that have strokes, I would think, you know, older before, age. yeah, I was thinking like 70s or 80s or no, something. I'm not anyone who's 70. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I was just amazed by all the young kids. Would you think that this might be contributed to some of these energy drinks that they drink i'm not a doctor okay but Did you drink any energy drinks no i never have because i had so much energy, energy before if i took any <laughs> i'd be bouncing off the walls that's how i am but um yeah that's the way it happened though you know i didn't really um i didn't have a warning I mean, I did. But you didn't know. But I didn't. Anything. Yeah. Okay. So you got to the hospital. How long were you there before they realized what had happened? Oh, they. They knew right away. They knew. Okay. Um, when the ambulance got there, they knew. I knew what happened. Okay. And I never had a stroke before, but I knew what happened because you hear people where one side or the other shuts down when they have a stroke like that. So. Amazing. Um, yeah, but, you know, I was. I was just really thankful. I know that sounds a little weird. No, 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 no. Um, no. But to see the young people and, and the way, and some of the older ones, the way they're coming in, it's just like, wow. You know, I, know, I already knew I had a battle to come back, but their battle was going to be a, a lot harder than mine. 
Um, you talk about battles. We talk about things that happen in our lives. You and I share a common change in our lives. Right. My, my story is the loss of my daughter, Nicole, on New Year's Day 2007. My family and I were in a rollover accident, and she passed away. And I never share that to have anyone feel sorry for me. And you have you know, lost your son as well. Um, I want you to acknowledge his name at this time, if you would. Christopher. Okay, good. I always believe in sure that we <laughs> Absolutely. Of our loved ones, not just throw it out there. So, to go back to the story of your stroke, you've actually got two stories, your son and now your stroke. Right. How do you feel right now with having to move forward from one situation to I know there's not a comparison of losing a child, right. but you've got now, you've had to get yourself right back up again in a whole different manner. Right. Um, well, it's not easy. No. You know, Christopher um, passed by suicide on January 17th of 2016. You just passed an anniversary, and thank you. I'm yeah, so just a little over four years now. Okay. Um, still very tough. Sure. Um, anytime you lose a child, but. Um, you know, I, I had a ton of people come see me right after my stroke while I was in the hospital. And they're asking me, you know, after your son and now this, how, how, how are you going to go on? That's why I ask, because people don't think that they have another tragedy that could happen in their lives. No one right. is excluded from <laughs> blessings and no one's excluded from any more tragedies as you are a witness to that right now. Right, right. Okay. Well, my answer to them was... The stroke wasn't anything compared to losing my son. Right. It, so your mental state has been changed with the loss of your son. Now you've got right. the physical state with having to get back up in so many other areas. Do you battle those or do you just you keep moving forward because you got to get up and do everything you have to do every day? Well, every day is not the easiest day you know after having a stroke and having your whole right side paralyzed um, and working towards every day towards getting better and getting back to some sense of normalcy mm -hmm. um, just about three months ago I got back to driving oh my god that was such Wait a minute, back up. <laughs> when did you say you had your stroke uh, April 17th of last year and um, Around the middle of November, that's when I started driving that's again. Like six, seven, eight months. Yeah. Well, I had to buy this uh, product from um, Amazon, okay. which moves my gas pedal from the right side of the brake to the left side oh. because my left leg is strong. Oh, wow. My right leg is not so strong. Okay. So. I was, I was like, there's got to be something to help me drive. Because, you know, to be 55 and not be able to walk out in the garage, jump in the truck and go where you want to go for all those months, that was a real downer. Your independence. That was a real well, downer. you also ride a motorcycle. I do, and I will again shortly. Will. You're, also, you're also a part of uh, an angel. What is the riders group? Uh, Patriot Guard Riders. My apologies. Sorry. I've met you there a few times along with some other people like Tiny right. who's not Tiny. <laughs> um, so are you still able to do that as well? Well, of course, I'm not riding my bike yet. But you still show but up. But I go, I go on occasion and stand a flag line with them and I do what I can. I'm always one that wants to go out and volunteer. I know, that's how I've met you. I haven't been able to do a lot of it since the stroke, sure. but, uh, you know, I'm, 
I'm coming back. <laughs> Very good. In not even a year's time, you have gotten yourself up and going, and I commend you for that. It's just right. one of those, you never know how strong you are. Right. And so that's the only option you have, right? Well, you know, I look, because people ask me all the time, how did you know you were that strong? And while you're in the middle of it, you're not really thinking of that. No. But when you, when you think back at different periods along the way, you think, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too weak. Isn't it, isn't it funny on those cliches you hear, like the one, you never know how strong you are until you've been put there to say that right. you're strong. Someone will ask you that, just like I asked you without being disrespectful of, well, you had this happen to you, now you had this happen to you. How do you get back up yet again Right. and say, yeah, I got to keep going, even though I don't feel like it, you know, you want right. to stay and be depressed. But we know depression doesn't keep you, it doesn't do anything, it just keeps you once. Well, to be honest, there was a, a, a period there, probably about four months after my stroke, Depressed. I was very depressed and I didn't want to get out of bed and that's where I stayed. I think we're all guilty of that at some yeah. point. We're just, normal, so if you don't feel that way, I guess then... Just fighting, 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 and all of a sudden you're just like, I can't go on. So I did. I gave up on myself for a little while, but uh, I got some help to get me out of bed. and. So here we're going to go back a little bit on the rehab, because I was watching your progress right you had a scooter at some point didn't you i did now that thing was that thing was crazy fast it went 45 miles an hour believe it or not it should have i actually um you know i had i was doing so well selling cars i was down at larry h miller dodge ram in avondale i was doing so well when i had the stroke i still had people that wanted to buy vehicles so i bought this scooter looking thing it was like a three-wheel scooter but it was really fast and i went down there and sold a couple cars you know You're so we're going to be kept down for long <laughs> you still had a mission that you were going to achieve right so let's go back to rehab um you got the scooter what was the extent of rehab i mean you didn't have mobility well i was in the hospital really not for not very long i think i was in the hospital for less than three weeks okay. and then i went straight to in-house rehab okay. and i was there for Oh, about a month and a half, I would guess. Okay. And that was all every day, except Sundays. Well, I went, I went and worked out anyway on Sundays, even <laughs> though the physical therapists weren't there. But okay. six days a week and, um, you know, for a month and a half. And that kind of gave me a jump start to getting a little bit of movement going, you know, there still wasn't a whole lot at that point. So here's a question. Um, we have professionals that like to um, tell us what they think will or will not be the outcome of our our injuries or our life. Was there any time that, we're not going to name names or facilities, right. I don't do that, that maybe you weren't given that feeling that you were going to get through this? Truthfully, I had many doctors, and I mean many, tell me I would never, never, ever walk again. What's your faith? My faith is a little shaken right now, so I don't, I don't, you, don't you know, I don't want to talk about it. You don't have to. <laughs> but we're here, we're real lives. This isn't about right. your religious or your faith. When I say faith, it's not about your religion. Your faith is your belief in what really you have to get you from one point to the next. Well, I'm a true believer in uh, the universe and okay. the uh, positive attitude. 
you have a positive attitude, you're going to get positivity back. It's all about you. Negative, negativity, you give it out, that's what you're going to get back. Yeah. So you choose, you really do choose mm -hmm. what, what the universe is going to give back to you. It's, so I said not too long ago, it's okay to be about all about yourself with the eye in, in life right. because it's individual. Your life, you're the individual. Right. That's how I perceive the word life and in I in it is is the individual part. And you, uh, those doctors, or the professionals, we'll call them. Um, <laughs> I don't I see those doctors anymore, by the no, way. I don't see I, them. You know, in my opinion, no disrespect to anyone that's in these professions, but we are responsible making choices and if we really are going to work for it we can yes there's some situations that we can't right but if you're giving it all you can as best as you can you're proof that it has happened well the Your thing personal determination is i guess what was happening. the thing is don't tell me i'm not going to do something well i went Good to job. one of my doctor's offices after I was walking with my cane and I walked in there and I just walked back, you know, like I had an appointment that wasn't really supposed to be back there, but he come walking through the hallway and I asked him when he was going back to school. We're not going. So, so anyway. So you got through to where you were, how long was it before you actually started walking? Because I saw how you walked, so you walk with kind of like a limp, I, yeah. know, I would say. Well, my right leg is still uh, weaker, of course, than my left leg, but it's getting stronger every day. Um, I get up, I leave the house every day, whether I'm working or if I'm not working, I just go somewhere because I don't want to be at home and I can drive again. <laughs> so, is very important. so, you know, I'll go out to breakfast, you know, I'll go to a, a networking meeting or something like that on my days off, but I don't want to sit at home because I was stuck there for all those months and I had to wait for somebody to come pick me up and take me or I had to call Uber. It's just so nice to be able to walk out, get in the truck and go where I need to go. <laughs> Was there any time prior to this that you weren't as grateful as you are now? Absolutely. So things will change it for sure. Absolutely. I'm yeah. all about the gratitude. I, <laughs> I say that you see my stuff. It's all about the gratitude, and it really does make a difference. Right. I think we take a lot of things for granted because we just do. But when you have been shaken, right? not once but twice, right. maybe three times, <laughs> depending on what you're looking at is, is part of your life, uh, or multiple times, um, you'll decide what's really going to be. A good or a bad. Absolutely. And you're a survivor. Well, like you, you know, losing or losing a child, that's that's something that there's nothing else that's ever gonna compare to that. I tell people you can try and knock me down, you can try and push my buttons, but I've had the worst thing happen to me, so come on, get come at me. Right. Yeah, and I'm very positive because I'm in control of my life. And that's why I told those people that asked me, you know. How are you going to get past this, this this stroke after losing your child? And I said, this isn't anything. You know why, Johnny? Because they haven't been there and they yep. couldn't imagine They that. just don't understand. But you know what? And I say they, we had no idea what it would be like to no, lose a child. Absolutely now we're not. in that position. I, I hope that that is all that I ever deal with. Right. But no one until the day they are, you know, their last day is gone or done is exempt from anything. Right. So. Well, of course, we don't wish it on anybody. Never, never, never. And, uh, yeah, but you have to, you have two choices to make. 
you got two choices. You can either get up and go, or you can lay down and die. And that's really your two choices. I think the laying down the die takes a lot longer than the get up and go. <laughs> yes, it is for me. I'm always on my go. It's easy to fall into that hole, though. It you know? is. And that goes with everything in someone's sure. life. So I don't sure. want to discredit anybody in that no. feeling because... Losing I, a parent. When I, yes. You know, that kind of stuff. That's, that's tough as well. Yeah. You know... Um, there was a hard time that I had had, too, with losing my daughter, but um, this isn't about me and my daughter. It's about you being a survivor of stroke. So because you haven't even come up on a year, what, what is the expectation of you being able to come Well, I to plan on being back on my motorcycle before the middle of the year. <laughs> um, that's first and foremost. But I have um, started getting some treatments a lot of people don't know about. You want to share those? Yeah. It's... Um, non-medical it's not physical therapy okay. non-medical um no pharmacist or no medicines nothing like that it's um it's hard to explain it really it is you through the recovery it's not the last illegal. two months i've been getting this uh these treatments and uh okay. it's helping me out so much Thank you. So the last thing I love to ask, because we're running short on time here, is some people say legacy. Well, I'm living my legacy because I have missions that I am on. Um, when your last day is done, what would you like to be remembered for? If you want to call it a legacy or just who Johnny Cash I just, is? I just, I'd like to be known as somebody that was willing to help anyone else whenever I could, and you whenever have, I can. And you have been. Yeah. Good for you. And a survivor, a yes. warrior. <laughs> I am very proud. I'm glad to know you. Thank you for sharing your story with me. And I hope that it helps people out there. And if you have questions, would someone be able to contact you if they should? Absolutely. All right. Well, you can leave comments below in the, in the comment available, in the space available, excuse me, or um, you can reach out to me in my messenger and I'll get you in touch with the John Cash. <laughs> I don't know if he sings, but he's close enough. And until next time, as I've said before, these just get better and better. Thank you again for your time, Johnny. My pleasure. Okay. I want to thank Johnny again for being my guest and sharing his story to help, heal, inspire, and give hope. As you've heard, having a stroke is not a certain age and it's not a gender. So make sure you get your checkups and you're in touch with your body because it's the only one you have. To my listeners, I thank you for listening. Please subscribe so you are notified about the next great story because these just keep getting better and better. And if you'd like to share your story or know someone who wants to share their story, you can also be anonymous because your story is important. You can email me at Christine with a C-H at storiesofhope.com and stories is with a Y. If you'd like to be a sponsor, you can also email me to Christine at storiesofhope.com. Until next time, I wish you all well and you take care.